Right. Good morning, Dr. Lucy. Good morning, Dr. Matt. Can I just start by saying my arm, specifically my armpit, feels like 20 pounds to your face. I got my COVID booster oh. on Wednesday. <laughs> my God. I mean, yesterday I was really, I was like very tired and achy, whatever. Right. But my armpit. It's just bizarre. I mean, I know there's lymph nodes, but. Did they inject you in the armpit? That's not how it worked for me, but I guess to each their own. No, no. and it's funny because last time, which is almost a year ago, the oh. last shot in um, November, 2021, my other armpit, because I got it in my other arm, my armpit was swollen. Oh again the lymph nodes are right there right which was a very odd experience i yeah i can't imagine it i can't imagine what that feels like I, the image i have in my mind is like walking with a balloon underneath your arm it's, like i can't fathom so weird and i was like doing an exercise and i was like what the hell did i do to myself and i was like this isn't normal like my armpit shouldn't be so and then i was like i i texted my family i was like what is sos right yeah. right and then my very smart cousins like it's a common side effect i was like oh okay all right okay good all right good Any, anyway so i just wanted to, our our five viewers need to know that my armpit feels like 20 pounds right now right well i honestly i didn't expect you to open with that but i'm so glad you did i'm so glad you did i i i think my cold open was that like i'm just really excited to talk about these things that i didn't have time to brush my teeth and i but I'm working from home today, so I can exhume any aroma that I need to, and no one is the wiser, except for my cats, which sounds like a very lonely statement, but we'll let that, we'll let that be. <laughs> so. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Well, we've got a lot to discuss. We've got yes. the final episode of Beverly Hills. We've got Potomac. We've got Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. um, we've got, we've got quite a bit. Right. Uh, yeah, I think we should jump in. With Just get in there. I think so too. I think so too. Oh, um, you, you go first. You go first. So I, so I think on our last episode, I referenced how I've now been using a notebook to take notes. Right. Oh, well, before we start, I, we should give our little disclaimer that this is not like our professional opinions on any of these things. This is just us being friendly and talking about things that we love um, and ladies that we love and sometimes love to hate um, in the same token. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yes, mm -hmm. no, no professional opinions here. Mm -hmm. um, so I have my, my notes on stickies because I didn't have my book right next to me as I was. As, as professional as it gets, right, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's interesting so we get we start with um well really where i start taking notes is garcelle accepting erica's apology about jacks yep and telling him to fuck off when mm -hmm. she's drunk, drunk at garcelle's birthday party right and it was a little bit odd because they had this back and forth going and then garcelle says it's okay. I forgive you, whatever she says, mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem genuine. It, yeah. It, it felt 
honestly, it kind of gave me reminiscence for just for more context for people that aren't watching the shows, which again is your first problem. And I shouldn't be helping you with this, but I am because I'm a good person and a people pleaser to my core. Um, and you know, a I, therapist. And I'm a therapist. And that's that <laughs> that's people pleasing professionally, you know, in some ways. Um, you know, I think the Jax is Garcelle's son. At her birth, at Garcelle's birthday, Erica got wasted and told him to fuck off when he tried to like take a flower arrangement out of the venue, um, and it, it wasn't great. And then things ensued. Things ensued from there with apparently bots attacking her son on the internet with racist stuff, and it, it really went bad. from it went from bad to worse at an alarming pace. Um, I, I agree with you. It felt very much to me that it was similar to the way that Garcelle apologized to Diana. Like it just kind of was like, well, not apologize, but sort of was like, I'm done talking about this. Like I, yeah. I like it just kind of hit that. Like I've got nothing more to say when the investigation finishes up, then we might have more we have to go in on. But at this point it is what it is. I don't want to deal with you. My son's okay. We hope. And yeah. that's what matters, you know? Yeah. And you know what, Erica in general, just the the lack of showing remorse which again I, they're all trying to show her and tell mm-hmm. her that's like she uh, allegedly she has the remorse but right. like is not it's not landing right and my next you know point was that like erica when it's when she's in the hot seat um and you know the earrings are brought up and they're talking about her therapy session and she she almost had a moment of redeeming herself in saying like, I hate my behavior. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, "Never mind." She blew it with the interaction with Kyle. <laughs> like instantly blew it. Yep. She was right there. Yep. She tasted it. We all tasted it. We all saw a possibility that it was going to happen, but no. Mm-hmm. And what is with her? She's speaking in the third person a lot. I didn't notice that. Is that a thing? <laughs> She's like, Erica doesn't feel that way. Or Erica is. And I'm like, oh. Right. It's, it's a little, it's a little strange. It's a little jarring. Like, you know. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, the other thing that bothered me was like the defensive. It's under appeal for legal reasons. It's under appeal <laughs> for legal reasons. Um, like. I got it. And then Andy's just like, we're saying the same thing. It's under appeal. <laughs> it was funny. It was kind of funny to me. Yeah. I, it's so funny because it's very clear for the past, the past, I don't know, two, I guess we could say two seasons, maybe three, that Lisa and Erica have been kind of elevated to the villain role of, of the yes. show. Um, but it is funny, at least my reaction to Erica versus that of Lisa. Um, I definitely don't like Erica right now, but I like love to hate Erica. Like it's, it's like, there's like a funness to it that I appreciate, I guess, at least in my head, you know? You know, and it's interesting that you say that because I remember you being a, I mean, you were diehard Erica fan. Yeah, I was. Like I was major diehard. Yep. Listen to her songs on the way to work more than I'm proud of. Like I was I was in. I was in. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
to it's just kind of an interesting switch to go from loving her because she was so lovable mm-hmm. to I don't know if I'd ever say she's lovable, but I well, think she okay, she seemed a lot more she was so intriguing that it was just like, what is this woman? Like, you know, like, oh my gosh, right. Well, I, I think she had moments of kind of being a semi voice of reason. Mm-hmm. earlier years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even some now they're just very few and far between or at least they're not being shown if they're happening you know this is um, true. Mm-hmm. This is true. yeah so anyway i who's to say i've got friends who are like ready for her to be off the show yeah and i understand that and i can see that like i i i don't i think at this point what do we do without her Right, and I have such a hard time with change in general that I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm ready to say goodbye yet. Yeah. I've had moments where I'd be like, oh my God, what the fuck? But like, and it's the same with Rinna. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure because I too was a huge Rinna fan. Yeah, Rinna was another one. Absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I just railed your post-it notes, but go on. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. well, I, can we just dive right into Kathy? Oh, please. Oh, please. I love that she she stepped on stage and immediately started throwing shade. Mm-hmm. Like not, it was instant. Not a minute was missed. She 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 went from bunny slippers to embodying that Barbie Marine Corps um, sort of sort of a, 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 like a, a parents and just went in. She just went in. I thought um, she looked fabulous. By the I way. did, too. I did, too. I mm-hmm fucking loved that outfit oh yeah I oh yeah i just thought she looked just very barbie-esque mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah yeah i loved it i i guess i mean i i don't know because i'm trying not i'm trying to like rein my feelings in but like honestly no i'm not gonna say that part yet we'll get there <laughs> i was gonna say honestly I, I don't I don't want to see anybody get destroyed, but I did really appreciate seeing Lena Rena get kind of pushed into a corner for the first time, I think, probably ever, at least on the show. Yeah. Um, in what sense? Just just like, you know, Rena kind of occupies that role as like the keeper of the truth. Like, you know, everybody, like, you know, you got to own it. I know it. You got to say it. It's got to come out. You got to let everybody. um, And that, I think, makes great TV, but it makes you a real real shitty friend, (laughs) you know? Um, And and I think because of all of this stuff, it was just nice to see Rinna kind of cowed for a for the first time ever like you know because she's really gone unchecked mm-hmm. at least in like i mean not mm-hmm. unchecked but but not as checked as i think she should have been um yeah i i get that you make a good point and and mm-hmm. in a, and i'm just kind of thinking back to the overall episode mm-hmm. there were moments where she could have really used her voice and Mm -hmm. she she was quiet she was very quiet which is not her right Mm -hmm. she was much more um, i don't know if timid's the right word right um 
But yeah, she wasn't as in your face. Right. Not definitely not near as verbose as as Rinna honestly usually is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And first, and just going back to Kathy, when mm-hmm. they start talking about the eight one eight tequila and trying that, her trying to pronounce that the name of the store, I was <sighs> laughing out loud. I thought that was hysterical. Did she it, do it, or how did she attempt to get there? Do, uh, do, you, do you remember the derivative of it? I don't really remember the whole thing. I remember laughing. No, but, but she just went. She had three different right names for, and her sister's sitting right there. Kiwasabe, Kiwasabe, <laughs> like, and she couldn't get it. It's like toothless, not homeless. Right. And it was just, it was just too. It was, it just made me really laugh. Um, but. It's and as the kind of going back and forth um, between Kathy and Lisa, and then you kind of have the other women piping in here and piping there. In, I still don't have a sense really of what happened in Aspen. Oh, we got no idea. I mean, probably never will. That's the sad part. And yeah. like, so it's it sounds like Kathy's admitting to some sort of bad behavior. Mm-hmm of saying not nice things, Mm -hmm. but she's not saying specifically what was said and really not own like anything that Rena is, uh, charging her with. She is Mm -hmm. denying completely. Right. Um, it was interesting to hear Kyle's though, understanding of the night, like while they were at the caribou club Mm -hmm. and like how, Kathy like aggressively came up to her like we're leaving. We need to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it was just very sad. I honestly, I was exhausted after this the the, the part three of that reunion. I was just mm-hmm. I was exhausted because it was honestly I think the first reunion ever where they didn't do a toast at the end. Well, they did like a half-assed kind of like lift i mean yeah yes you're you're absolutely right like they didn't have any sort of like you know because usually let's face it every reunion ends with that sort of like what did you learn what did you gain like you know and it just wasn't it didn't if it did happen it didn't feel real it felt like we did this because we have to um and not and i think you know the i again i i recognize that like and my heart breaks sometimes for Kyle because like I you can like feel the little sister in her come out in those moments. Like, I just want you to like me. I don't feel like I can do anything right in your eyes. Like, you know, um, yeah. honestly, I think a lot of that comes due to sort of her mom's passing so early in their life that she like really elevates her sisters to sort of be that maternal sure. figure a little bit for her. And so it like hurts doubly. Um, but I also think at the same time too, that like, you know, to, to, to lean into that in that moment might not have been great. Like, you know, it kind of disrailed some things, I think, mm-hmm. um, cause it kind of opened, opened the floodgates into their whole relationship as opposed to what happened in Aspen. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's obviously that shit's deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Deep. I do also, you know, to kind of make things a little bit lighter, 
Um, I love that Andy kind of shushed Rinna. Yes. Um, he's like, like, let them talk. And right. I thought that was like, snaps to Andy. Well, because again, <laughs> I don't, I think it'd be different for me if Kathy said something about Lisa, but it doesn't seem like she did. <laughs> like, it seems like according to Lisa, she said something about everybody else. Um, so why do you, I mean, again, you aired it out. Now it's up to the people that she has apparently beef with. Why are you crusading this witch hunt on like, what have you done? You, right. you have to be held accountable. Like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, um, I, I don't know. It's just like, I think that's the part that bothers me. It's like, you don't really have skin in this game. And I think Garcelle said it in the reunion. You are hurting the person you say you care about the most, which is Kyle. I was going to say, like, you are not making this easier for her. You are just ripping off a scab and throwing salt in it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Let them manage this. Yeah. To, to sort of throw more housewives trivia into the thing. It very much reminds me of like the Jill Bethany Luann situation in that, like that, that, that time in Roman Ramona's apartment where I don't uh, think, I think if Luann didn't take Jill away, we would have had a very different ending to that story. Um, like, you know, it, it, you you see, so do you see what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. I oh, wow. Like, it's like one of those things, like, this is not, like, if, if these extra people weren't here, this probably wouldn't be as complicated um, yeah. as it has been. But totally. that's just my thoughts, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and by the way, Doug on Doug. the set. I don't yeah. know who Doug is, but <laughs> Doug's got power. Oh yes, the the Doug. What do we do? Okay, sorry, it took me a second to. <laughs> yes, yes. When yeah. Kyle's like, I can't stay here. Like, can I go? And right. he's like, Doug, what do you want to do? Like. Who Doug. the fuck, Doug? <laughs> it's almost like in the Wizard of Oz, like right. the person behind the green screen or whatever right. it is. Like, right. who are you, Doug? Right. <laughs> Here I am thinking to myself, like, Andy Cohen is the wizard, but he's apparently the hologram of the wizard. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, so when the episode aired, Wednesday. I didn't actually watch it Wednesday. I watched it the next day. And my dear friend, um, Emily, um, yes. texted me. She's like, wow, to have a Bravo HR position. Right. right. Who would have thought that HR, that they, that Bravo, I mean, obviously Bravo, the company has an HR, but like it almost like an HR for housewives, they had to do an investigation. Right. They right. are the keeper of all secrets. Right. I've I've always wanted to be a waiter at the restaurants where this shit goes down because I feel like that requires special training. <laughs> like, like, you know, but HR and this stuff would be extra messy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. So um, that was just amazing. Yeah. So shout out to Emily, um, nutrition coach M. Uh, she's a huge... Bravo fan and also a health coach. So uh -huh. for anyone that wants to do some health coaching, check out nutrition, nutrition coach M. Um, yeah, it was, I was like, who the investigation between the, he said, she said, or she said, she said mm. 
between Kathy and Erica. Right. Wild. Right. Someone investigated that. Right. And it was right. Bravo HR. Right. Right. Yeah. And again, I don't know where to go with that. Like, you know, like the, I heard you say this sort of homophobic piece on the way. I don't know. I try, I try not to like, because again, it doesn't sound like anybody has anywhere to go with it, you know, at the same time. Um, it's just, it's messy. It's messy. And, and again, I, I think it really goes to show like, how likability and warmth plays into it because mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time liking Erica because, well, as per my last email sort of things, like, you know, <laughs> um, like, you know, and I, when she said that, I instantly was kind of like, no, <laughs> like I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear it because it felt like a smoke screen to distract from other things, but there was a chance that it happened. And I don't know if we'll ever know the truth of what happened in those lovely, the lovely caribou, caribou club conspiracies. I, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't forget now. Yeah. I don't know, but it was, it was tough to watch. Um, you know, again, I'm kind of left this season with underwhelmed in general, despite there being plenty of content. Mm-hmm that could have made this a great season yeah i mean you never want to see family deep rooted family stuff roll out sure but like they're i mean i i i still just don't understand why there's no cameras in the fucking sprinter van or in kyle's house yeah, especially, yeah. I mean, gang, we've been through this block before in all the different cities. We've been around where you, 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 there's a ring camera, there's a video, of a cell phone video, a something. It just, it does feel a little odd, especially since Beverly Hills has been around for the, what, this is their 13th season. We've been at this for 13 years, folks. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm at a loss. Yeah. You know, it, it had all the ingredients and makings for, a really good season and I just mm-hmm. I, it didn't it didn't it wasn't up to snuff for me I I I was left honestly outside of the most recent season of Roni for very different reasons well maybe not depending on what we don't know happened um like you know I this was the first time and honestly pretty again outside of Roni last time where I was like very excited to not see these women for a good six months to a year. Like, I was just like, usually I'm like, oh my God, I'm like gonna miss them. Like, I can't wait. And this was the first time where I was like, thank God. <laughs> I was just like, please, I don't wanna see any of you for a little while. Yes. Um, I, I, yeah, like it's, it's, let's start with some new folks. Yeah, you. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, and again, I might be controversial here a little bit. I'm gonna have a little bit of a, take a page from Lisa Barlow's notebook, have a hot mic moment. Cause this drove me nuts. <laughs> this drove me nuts. And I, I recognize that I'm, I'm going to do one thing that I hate in my personal life, which is complain about something without knowing a solution to it. <laughs> like, you know, um, and even potentially kind of throw parts of our field a little bit under the bus. Um, I think things like such big words, like abuse, trauma, Psychotic break. Psychotic break, you know, all this different stuff gets thrown around 
all of the time. And I get that those definitions from research and stuff on our end are very diffuse and very broad and very easy to apply a lot of things to. But I think, and I'm not using this as a segue, but I think watching the Beverly Hills reunion where Lisa Rinna said, and again, we don't know what happened. So I'm just going off the little bits that we do know or sort of know where she said, I felt abused by Kathy Hilton when she was jumping up and down on her glasses. <laughs> like, yeah, like versus, right. But versus what apparently Whitney Rose is going through and we're still using the same word. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it really, it's just like, I get, we don't maybe have like an in-between phrase or word for it, but it just, it, it really rubbed me the wrong way when it's sort of like, I was abused, I have PTSD, I have all these different kinds of things. Yeah. And yet there are other people that have, in my opinion, bigger fish to fry, so well, to speak, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, I think, and we've discussed this many a times, like on our own, how yeah. trauma has become such a, hot word oh yeah in, in like what is it layman's terms right um and i think that's what's kind of playing out you have these women who are not mental health professionals who may have experienced these things but right. are, are kind of using these these terms inappropriately right i mean the way rena was saying how kathy was having a psychotic break like that that's weighty Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's weighty. Right. Um, now with Doreen actually being diagnosed with PTSD, now that makes sense because we also witnessed her doing an EMDR session. She's in therapy. Mm -hmm. We and it that makes sense. Right. Right. Um but yeah, and I I do, but I, I agree with you. Like to th these terms, it's like it's a little, it's a, it's a little dangerous. It's just, it, it's just, it's getting a little too fast and loose. Um, yes. And cause I do think, you know, and again, to sort of mimic or echo some of the sentiments that other, honestly, on Beverly Hills with the crystal, like it was dark. I don't think it's fair to try to police people's words, but I do think in the same token, we have to be aware of what those words mean and how that they may not translate. So for example, you know, if someone's a military veteran or whatever, it, it, it's just apples and oranges. You can't, you can't compare them. And, mm -hmm. um, and so you also have to be ready to be, you know, kind of aware of like, this may have felt traumatic to you, but you know, right. I don't know, I'm rambling and getting on a, a bit of a Ted talk, but still. I, I, <laughs> I, I hear you. We, you and I have both been on oh, this yeah. soapbox before. So mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, to end on a kind of sweeter note with mm -hmm. Beverly Hills before we move on, um, yeah. that the hug from Andy to Kyle at yeah. the end was very sweet, and it really, I mean, it was sad. Oh, of course, because of the sad. the reason why the hug had to happen, kind of thing, right? Right. But he, I mean, he really embraced her, and uh, it it was it it was just sad. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah, all around. I mean, I think, like you said, it, look, reunions are always spicy, but this one was depressing. Like it was just, it was just weighty. Um, and, and I think it was because I don't, 
I'm, I, my heart breaks for Kyle. My heart breaks for Kathy in a weird way, even more than I'm, I'm like affected with this one more than the Kim stuff from years previous. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Um, but I, I like, I think I was like rooting for them both so much and to see that it didn't really clean up, um, was just shitty, just shitty yes. all around. Yeah. 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 On that note, let's yeah. let's transition to some really fun women. Let's go there. Which where do you want to start? Let's go to our our party animals. Let's, let's go to Salt Lake. Okay. Let's go to Salt Lake because I again these women really make me laugh out loud. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they they're are great. Fucking funny <laughs> in the most ridiculous way. I mean, the whole Jen Shaw bringing like her vodka on the ski, the ski scopes. scopes it was just like it's just funny it's just she's just funny right right so why don't you kick us off with a brief recap of this episode yeah so i guess we got kind of two episodes to recap just because of our two-week thing but um so as we saw at the end of our last episode you and i disagreed on whose side we stand on with the heather whitney Debate. Oh, and I will continue to ask every every episode. Okay, because All I right. want to see how it how it how it checks. Yeah. Um, so Heather and Whitney had a big meltdown, essentially, about rumors and calling the other person a liar and what did you say, what did you not say in regard to Lisa Barlow. Um, so that happened in Arizona. Another big healing moment is that Meredith and Lisa finally. <laughs> gave a big hug at sort of in recognizing the depth of their problems compared to what Jen is going through, which I thought was wonderful. That, and that I talked to you offline about that. Mm -hmm. That was very heartwarming to me to see them hug. I was like, and whatever happens in their relationship, I don't know, but like, Mm -hmm. that was just a really beautiful moment to see these two women just be like, let's just hug. Right. This is compared to what other people are going through. Right. This is, you know, nothing so it was i really liked that right exactly and so that was really heartwarming and good jen went to new york um and essentially the trial got delayed and all that stuff so went to new york kind of for nothing a little bit seemingly um then we'll bring up to the most recent episode the we started to meet some of the new friends of um dana the two angies i think that's the three friends of at this point um Angie K and Angie H. Heather's cousins. Heather's cousins, right, right. Who are probably like, what the fuck is this? Right, right. Yeah, they seem very much deer in headlights. I appreciated it, but they were very much deer in headlights. Um, but they, so they uh, they go on a ski trip together as, as the whole group. Um, Angie H, I believe, Angie mm-hmm. H, um, is the one that apparently went to Whitney and sort of Heather while they were both drinking and said that Lisa was sleeping with this guy for jazz court side tickets. Um, Angie denies up and down that that never happened, you know, blah, 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 blah. So it's again, that game of she said, she said, no one has any idea what's going on. Um, And essentially the other big thing that happened is they kind of clashed on the ski slopes, clashed about it kind of. Angie tried to like approach Lisa about the rumors. Lisa was just sort of like essentially pulled a Meredith and said, I'm disengaging from this conversation. I'm not doing this right now. Um, And 
and Heather and Whitney try to bury some of their pieces. I don't know if it got buried, but it seemed like something tried to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that's. So I, I kind of want to go. So An- Angie H, who was introduced to us, she was definitely on last season. Yes. Second season. I yes. don't know if she made any appearances first season. I don't think so, but maybe. But. Mm-hmm. You know, are they, I mean, she's been on it a lot. Like, are they going to gear her up to have a snowflake? I mean, what are we doing with her? I kind of like, would like a little more clarity into her role because she, I mean, quite frankly, she is at the center of this rumor business. I, I think, I mean, again, we've only, I mean, we, we met Angie a little bit last season in a pretty, pretty dynamic way. The whole, like, you know, essentially pulling out, Lisa pulling out caterers for a party. (laughs) <laughs> indirectly yeah, yeah. um i i think so so i i saw an interview with good old whitney rose mm-hmm. um and and she claimed that each of the women including the friends of have have their moment of scrutiny um wow. so i have a feeling they're they're all gonna kind of make a rotation at one point or another. Uh, I don't know if this is Angie's moment, so to speak. It sounds like it's starting to be, but um, yeah. But how do you feel about that? Having this moment, like being in the hot seat when you're not a cast member? I don't, if it's a good moment, I don't give a shit. (laughs) You know, I I, I I, I just, I don't know. I just, I think I want mm -hmm. a little more clarity. It's like uh, this, this person is bringing a lot of, shit in mm-hmm. the middle of this group like are we giving her a snowflake or not i, I don't right. know that's how i feel because i right. feel like she's got she's trying she's, for it it sounds like mm-hmm. I, she might be try. yeah she might mm-hmm. she might be like marlo and like mm-hmm. she'll have years of trying to get a snowflake <laughs> right um but what did you make of her and Heather sitting down in, in, in it was in, in their house, house mm-hmm. and Heather brings her like, hey, by the way, uh, you know, apparently you told us about these rumors. I have no recollection of it. Like, what do you think of all that? I know there's no way to tell. Well, there probably is that are outside of my realm. Mm-hmm. When she like kind of smiled as she said, I never said anything about that. I don't know if I believe her. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that she smiled. She was, it, it, her her demeanor, and again, it's edited, so I don't know if something funny happened before, you know what I mean? But I don't know if I trust that she didn't do anything. Um, I yeah. do, it, it seems, again, we may never know, um, but if she wants to, if she's trying to shoot to get, like you said, shoot for a snowflake, which we can maybe assume is what's happening, mm-hmm. um, then there's probably a part of her that's sort of like, what's my way in? I'll go for Lisa because it works because she sort of went for me last season. So this could, you know what I mean? Like, like right. th- uh, this could be a natural progression, air quotes. Yeah, for some reason, I, I don't, I didn't realize the smirk thing. So that's, mm-hmm kind of giving me pause about Angie's whole position. Mm-hmm. And again, this. that's my take. You you know, I just, yeah. when she said it, I was kind of like, you find this funny? Like, yeah. hmm. But I still, I lean towards 
the that this is a major miscommunication between Whitney and Heather mm. because I think Heather is probably one of the most authentic women we've probably ever seen on this uh, yes mm -hmm. in the sense that like if I had shit on Lisa Barlow like that you're damn right I'm going to be talking about it right like, that that was just that's the most honest right. Right. that I've ever heard from a woman. Right. Like right. yeah, if I knew this, yeah, I'd be talking shit. Right. Like, and right. I I love her for that. So I really I it, maybe it's possible that at this game where this drama came out or this these rumors came out, it's possible that Angie H said it. Mm -hmm. Whitney heard it. And Heather didn't. Right. Right. I really think that. I mean, allegedly, this all came out at a um, at a jazz game. Right. Okay. Have you ever been to a professional basketball game? It gets freaking loud. Yeah. I can't yeah. Have a conversation. Right. Especially if you're sitting three. I mean, and again, it sounds like it was in like a corporate box and stuff too. So like there there might other things going on. I don't know. It's all a lot of hearsay. A lot of hearsay. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. Mm. Um, I just let's let's talk a little bit about Coach and Jen. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. What do you have in mind? <laughs> I think Coach is so endearing. Interesting. Okay. Like that. Oh, I thought they have this moment of trying to do a couples therapy exercise. What do you mm -hmm. think? Was it called soul gazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which makes me a little queasy hearing <laughs> that. But, um, and, you know, Jen is laughing and he's, and he says, like, listen, I don't know what the point of this is, but I just want to let you know I love you. I thought that was just so sweet. And really, yeah, but it seems like you have difference of opinion. I know that moment I thought was very, very heartfelt and genuine. Before that moment, and I'm saying like previous seasons and whatnot, I have, I felt that coach has never stopped being a coach. He like always approaches every situation with this sort of like motivational, like speech. It, to me, it comes off very patronizing and mm. very, and very like, like holier than thou. And like, it just, and again, if that's him, great. That would irritate the shit out of me if somebody kept talking to me like that over and over and over again. Um, Could you imagine if your husband was a constant motivational speaker? Well, he wouldn't be my husband. That's the first thing I was going to say, like, you know, I was going to say, but, but I think to, to, to kind of quote, to quote Heather, um, like, you know, with the Meredith stuff, you're coming off like a superior bitch. Like, like, stop it. Like, stop it. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Like, this time they, felt different. I agree with yes, you. But in the past, I'm still shaking off some of those earlier moments. <laughs> he, that's just me. I was like, oh, my God, you are just really, you just, you really, you're in it for the long haul with this woman. Of course. Of course. Um, which is very endearing given, well, yeah, it'd be more endearing if we didn't know what we knew, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, like ripping off old people. Right. Um, yeah. But... You know, and I, I have in my on my sticky note, uh, Jen is just such a light this season. Well, the first what is it, five episodes, four episodes? Right. Um, it is. It's a com complete one eighty. I don't understand. I don't understand. She was a 
friggin' hot mess the first two seasons. Oh, yeah. And I I have never met a person. Well, granted, I don't have many people in my life personally or professionally that have gone through things like this. So I don't really have a parameter to go off of. But that that takes the idea of it seems like everybody is more freaked out about her going to jail for 50 years than she is. Like, like everybody's like, this is supposed to be Jen's weekend. I don't see Jen fighting for her weekend as much. Like, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's wild to me. It really is. But I agree. It's, I, I don't understand it, but I'm, I'm probably wrongly happy that it's here. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like the, the first season. I was like, I do not, this is too much. Right. This is like, she's aggressive. She's right. like mean. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like it was way too much. Yeah. I think she was trying too hard. I think season one, like she knew what she was supposed to do as a housewife and like, didn't take, didn't let anybody else share right. the spotlight. And I think season two, I think season two, she got better, but season one, I definitely feel like she was like, yeah. graduated from Bravo University and was like ready to get in there and do the do the thing mm-hmm. um but anyway yeah yeah but so far I'm really liking her her fun energy like always oh, agreed. Up for a good time mm-hmm. agreed. um yeah so I I want to quickly return to a scene of um Seth and Meredith and Brooks yes mm-hmm. and um I love how Seth is like, can you describe your perfect boyfriend? And mm-hmm. Brooks is like, can you? And he's like, <laughs> Rhett Favre. Like, I thought that was really funny. Um, that was great. And then, like, you just see they put on, like. The edited the, thing. The edited it was fantastic. Editors, it, well done. Well done I, all around. I just thought it was really funny. I mm-hmm. really like Seth. I think he's adorable. I think so, too. Yeah. On an episode of Bitch Sesh, this is now. I don't know, maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was Danielle. Her, she actually thinks that Meredith really doesn't love him. Mm. Did you hear this episode? And I, told I you, did. Yeah, I, I did. told you, like, I think I remember asking you, like, listen to it and let me know what you think of that. Yeah. Take. I think she does love him. I do too. I don't, I don't really see it as like a fake relationship. I think honestly, Meredith struggles with showing emotion and that's why it doesn't feel real. Um, like, you know, I think Meredith is sort of, she's a, she's sort of a flat, a flat emotional person, unless you push her so far. Um, and then she pops, but that's not love when you, the pop happens, that's aggression which yeah. is, you know, um, but yeah, I don't really feel their relationship is fake or phony or anything like that. I just think she's much more an intellectual person and uses that to, yeah. hi cat, um, and, and uses that to demonstrate her affection. Yeah, I, I, I disagreed with her on that. And I usually, I love, I love that podcast. And for the record, for the five listeners that we have, don't listen to it, listen to us. They're, they're not that good. <laughs> um, like, you know, I was gonna say, like, um, but, but nevertheless, yeah. Yeah, no. So I just, I thought that was very funny. Um, yeah. So I record the episodes. Oh, okay. I like DVR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my, it always records into Watch What Happens Live. Mm-hmm. Like, is there, I guess, at nine o'clock. Right. Um, and then it directly starts recording. And I don't know how it does that, but it, it 
it does. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I watched, watch what happens live with, it was Heather and then, um, Leslie Grossman, I think it was Leslie Grossman Mm -hmm. who we love from American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. And she's a huge, uh, housewives fan. And so Heather was talking more about the feud between her and Whitney. Mm -hmm. And I was just curious if you had a, if you watched and B also based on the episode, have your thoughts changed about where you stand, whose side are you on? I mean, I'm honestly, and this is going to sound so shrinky. I'm on both of their sides. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them do this. Um, But I, I think I think he- I think they're both they're both not wrong. I just I think the piece that comes up is that, and it's very natural when anyone discovers sort of trauma stuff like this that they have to they kind of elevate that above everything else. Like it kind of be you know, and I think that's what Whitney's going through is like mm-hmm. in order to integrate it back in, it needs to like lead the race um, for a little while, and so she's very much in this place where like she's just you know. Uh, the trauma is everywhere and everything's related to it and all of these kinds of things. Um, I don't, and I think to, I understand it, but to watch it is hard. Um, Like, you know, um, so I think logically, I don't think, I think Heather was maybe harsh at some points, but I don't think she said anything that was inherently wrong um, with what happened. Um, and so I think I'm more with, with Heather, if I had to pick one, cause you're forcing me to, you bitch, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not doing anything. You are, I you are, you, you are. <laughs> anyway, enough about what do you, what do you think? And then we should switch to Potomac quickly because yeah. we don't have too much time, but yeah. I'm, I'm still, uh, Heather. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I love them both. I hope, yes. and it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, but I hope that they can swallow this stuff because it does feel that this is beginning to be both Salt Lake and Potomac as a segue um, are becoming the seasons of breaking dynamic duos with some of the Giselle Robin situation that's seeming to brew. Like, it's just like, oh no, we're like, these like long felt relationships are starting to get rocky and that always is a lot, always a lot. lot. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Again, it's a change that I don't like. Right. <laughs> I've never met a change that I do like, right. to be quite honest, right. but that's, that's for a different, that's, that's for another day. That's, that's for another day. Conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's jump into Potomac. Yeah. Um, so we start this episode of basically um, Candace or not Candace, uh, Giselle confronts Candace about a- allegedly inappropriate behavior by Candace's husband, Chris. Right. And Candace is not having any of it. Nope. I love the fourth wall break. That was very good. I love it. And I love like, how she Eric? looked. Where's I love Eric? how she, and I even love how she looked at the camera and she said, You keep this shit in. I was gonna say, like, I don't like, you know, and she was just like, We're not doing this. Um mm-hmm. because she's she's I, I would be equally pissed if somebody was like because again, Candace and Giselle have been around the block on this show for a long time. They I've always described Giselle. I know you don't aren't, aren't as familiar with the ladies as like the narrator. Mm-hmm. She creates the storylines a lot. 
Mm. And, and I think Candace is like, oh, you're going to make my husband the subject. Absolutely not. And it was just sort of like, I see what you're doing and we're not going to play into this. Like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised because so Candace like walks out of the studio and Ash is mm. like, oh, where is she going? <laughs> no one follows her out. Everyone's just staying for the cupcakes and booze. Right. I don't, don't I, them. I agree. But I was like, where, where is she going? Right. Someone go follow her because, right. you know, on any other franchise, you've got someone going out for her. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, so it was just kind of an odd thing. And then we see the kind of transitions about Mia. Mm -hmm. And her health scares and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. So Wendy is lying about (laughs) Mia being a liar. Right, right. Wendy is not my favorite. I don't like Wendy. Um, And I think, like you said, that like hot mic moment where she like, Accost Robin for like holding Robin accountable for like the shit that she said about Mia's health status, like in the dance studio. Yeah. And then like has this moment where like, I think she made it up. And like, and it's like, oh, I'm still mic'd. And it's just like, girl. Oh my God. God like, how long have you been at this? And she it, works on television. Right, right. Like, jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, two just things that I noticed that I want to point out. I love Ashley's confessional look with the blue eye makeup and those. Yeah, Ashley looks great. I love Ashley. She, mm-hmm. Oh my God. I like stunning. I just, mm-hmm. I just love that look. And then I want a reasonably shady sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I, I, well, that's I, their, do you know about that? The reference point for that? It's their podcast. Yeah. I was going to say it's Robin and Giselle's podcast. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. have to start listening to that. Yeah, have you listened yeah. before? A handful of episodes. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the prenup conversation between Robin and Juan? It was just odd. I don't know if it needed to be seen. <laughs> like, like, It was very uncomfortable, but more so in the sense that he seemed okay with it and then she kept pushing right it's like she wanted him to not not be okay okay with it it. right Mm -hmm. yeah i was very confused i don't know i think sometimes i think first of all human like you know is like if you expect a reaction sometimes we act in a way to make that reaction happen so we get it confirmed for ourselves um but i think also in a lot of franchises especially with the house husbands um you can tell the women are like, this is going to be a moment. Play this with me. Um, and and that husband's kind of like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and and they're like, sort of no, like. I'm not, I'm not playing. They're yeah. like, mm, like, that you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It was right. just like, what are, what are you, he's, he's saying, okay, whatever. Right. Right. Like, don't. Can draw it up the contract. Let Stop. it, let it be. Let it be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. I think, you know, where do you stand on the whole Giselle and Chris stuff? Actually, I want to hear you first because you don't know any of them. I have more history, so I want to hear you first. So basically what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, it's coming off as a reach. I think she's reaching. Mm -hmm. It feels stretchy Uh, to me. It it feels feels stretchy. really reaching Mm -hmm. um 
which is uncomfortable to say, I think, as a woman, given in, in the climate that we're in, because, you know, I believe in all women's stories of sure. feeling uh, put in uncomfortable positions by men, right. or, or I want to, right. mm -hmm. um, but it just doesn't feel It don't, it don't, it don't real. work. It, Don't yeah, track. It's, it's uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. while it's an uncomfortable position for me to take, I'm gonna stick by it and say it feels like a reach at this yeah. point. At this point, right? I, I, I'm with you there, Luz, and I recognize because of various forces that how this can sound, but, but it does feel and and even knowing Chris. Like you don't have as much, like, this yeah, is not know. his MO. This is not his MO. I mean, and again, I will happily eat those words. I think the one thing that I found hilarious was the um, lunch with, with Mia, where she said, I have another take. We were at Karen's party and he was watching me the entire time. And then the editor. <laughs> The editors panned in at the party where Chris was clearly paying zero attention to I what know, Mia was I doing. Know. That was so funny. Like, okay, all right, like, give me a break. Right, right. And I, but I think, again, in in the game of Housewives, because I do think Housewives is in a very weird way similar to Game of Thrones, <laughs> like, totally. where there's lots of pal posturing. It's just no dragons and magic. It's wine glasses and alleged adultery. Um, like, you know, and someone <laughs> it's, but I think the, you know, it's like, I think Mia is trying to be like, Giselle is a mainstay. I'm going to put myself next to her, like on this situation, because that will insulate me. You know, from other things, um, because again, that that edited clip where, and even at the bottom, it was like Chris clearly not looking was just like you know like <laughs> chef's kiss. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> like the editors are like, the producers are like, he was no. giving zero fucks about right. it. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. Um. And of course, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's a reach. Um, but so far, again, loving these ladies. I'm so glad. I'm so like, glad. So loving these ladies. I love that when Giselle went to Karen's house, and they're obviously going to talk about the mm -hmm. dance studio. Karen first asked to see the dance moves. Right. Like, don't talk about the drama. Show me the dance moves. Right. What am I have to actually do here? Like, what's exactly. going on? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, um, that's funny. Yeah. So, we we had three really intense episodes. Yes. And I am excited to only be focusing on two franchises at the moment. Yes, I'm looking forward to being a little more focused because three is a lot. Before we wrap up, did you see the Potomac taglines, Lucy? You know, I'm a tagline fan. I don't think I did. Okay. I'll, I'll read them to you because I want to hear uh, your thoughts and your favorite one and stuff like that too. Okay. So Karen's, Karen's sort of Karen's storyline last season is she was doing a candle line. So this is related to that. Um, <laughs> so K Karen's is just like a three wick. I burn slow and never waver. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's is you may think you know my story, but there's always a plot twist, which is so true for Ashley. So true. Um, yeah. Candace is my vocals are clean, but my reads are for filth. <laughs> that's like, 
drag queen-esque. I like that. I, I think that's that my one. favorite one. That's a good one. Giselle is, I'm pretty, petty, and always sitting on ready. <laughs> yes, she is. Mm -hmm. Me is, this, I don't get it. Um, I may not remember everything, but you'll never forget me. What mm. does that mean she doesn't remember everything? That's, I don't, yeah, I don't get that needs, one. She needs to maybe tighten that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Robbins is when it comes to the truth, I always arrive on time. She's like famous for like people call her like sleepy Robin. Like she's just like a little late to different things and stuff. So that's what they're <laughs> referring to. Um, you know, <laughs> so like I appreciated that. Um, Wendy is I'm a Nigerian queen with no time for mean overall thoughts, reactions. I think Candace is for me. Speaks I think up. Candace is good. Yeah. Um, but you know, the grand dames, you know, I, to the fact that she had a candle line is, I, it's just funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny. They're funny. It's yeah. And again, without spoiling, cause I know you're thinking about starting Potomac from the get go. Um, yeah. there's one of the big fights between Wendy and Karen last, I think it was last year was in the number, cause they both start a candle line at the same time. Um, and <laughs> it's an argument about how many wicks do you have? Like, you know, in your candle. So there's like a big, I have three, I have a four wick. Oh, like, you know. <laughs> like, oh my God. So it's good. It's good TV. But I love it. I love it. Well, on that note. Yeah. I mean. Now I have to go count my candle wicks to see how classy I am now that I'm feeling insecure about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I just got a candle with a one wicker. Oh, <gasps> gasp. So It's never going to last. Uh, to all of our listeners, um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, all seven of you and I think the three Germans. <laughs> we got a couple of New Zealand people now. Oh. I didn't even tell you that. So, so who knows? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome New Zealand. Yeah. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, so, yes, we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. All right, Lucy, take care. Love to you all. And, uh. See you all soon. Yep. Bye. Bye.